I'm not going to tell it if you have me back, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Steve, you want some chocolate milk? No, thanks. No. no, thanks. That'll be an inside joke of the elite few right there. That's going to be go. the t-shirt out of this episode, Tiffany. Oh, want some chocolate God. milk? Oh, my <laughs> God. Welcome to the Elite Few Podcast, where we explore the fabulous, extraordinary world of the people who move the needle of success. Join our host, Tiffany, and producer, Kyle, as we dive into the stories and insights of the elite few who are making a difference and pushing the boundaries of what's possible. Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Elite Few Podcast. My name is Kyle Goodnight, and I'm the producer and co-host of the show, along with my hostess with the mostest, Tiffany Feeney. And today we've got a very special show for you. It's going to be a little bit different than normal. We're going to cut away here in a few minutes to a segment that we recorded earlier with our guest. His name is Steve Nilsson, and he is a master illusionist and mentalist. And he's got some pretty good sleight of hand stuff that he does for us, even on our show, that is absolutely mind-blowing so can't wait for you to watch it here in a few minutes but before we get started to that we want to make sure that you follow us like us share us on all the different social media platforms with your friends uh, we really want this show to grow so please go ahead and share this with anybody on our website make sure that you reach out to us there and tell us if you've got a special story that you want to tell us you can put it right in the front page there we've got a section where you can put your name your email and tell us what you want to come on the show and talk to us about and of course on our website as well you can go ahead and buy merchandise with from us uh, we've got elite few media merchandise elite few podcast merchandise we've got some some stuff that that our guests have actually created some quick fun sayings that we've actually made t-shirts out of so don't hesitate and go ahead and take a look at that website so once again a little bit different format we're going to cut away here real quick and go see steve and tiffany they're doing a little bit of an interview a little bit of show of the magic and then we're going to come back and have a true sit down conversation with steve so with that in mind let's go ahead and cut away to the magic at hand all right steve how you doing good thanks for coming to my house Okay, so will you, I want you. I don't even know what the outline with your magic. Okay, it's not called magic. What do you call it? Yeah, it's called magic. I, okay, well, the other day I said something about magic, and you're like, well, it's not a magic show. It's more like mystical. I'm like, yeah, well, I know you're not pulling like a no, rabbit. No, I said out of mentalism based. Oh, yeah. mentalism, yeah. It's, it's, it's a form of magic, He's right? He's so actually very good at that. So, so there's, there's, there's like several types of magic, right? Okay. So there's your presentational magic, so to speak, which is very poetic, but silent, and that's like a manipulation act. That's like where they're just like using billiard balls. Okay, okay. Like um, I appreciate it. I find it boring as hell though. Technically, it's very challenging. Okay. Um, then there's the vaudeville, you know, form yeah. of magic, which is like the old style. And then there's the new age, which is like the Copperfield, you know, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's illusionist, though. Okay. Right? So, like, okay. large stage props, you know, lots of girls on islands, right? Okay, yes. But yeah, so, like, in short, <laughs> there's there's several types, right? And then mentalism is a four. Let's back up a little bit, okay? So, started magic at the age of five. Okay. Right? Started magic at the age of five. It was a serious hobby for about 17 years, 16, 17 years. Wow. And... Okay. Throughout all of those years, you know, like I went to the library, I got books, I practiced, and I was just infatuated with it. And like a lot of kids are infatuated with magic when they're younger, right? But like then as I got older, I got into high school and I wasn't popular in high school by any means, but I was doing like shows in the lunchroom and shit almost every other day. So towards the end of my high school years, during like a senior awards night, it was when I did like my first like real performance. Like right, so right, right. And it was like in front of like 500 people or whatever. And I just 
did a show. Okay. And I just remember my parents being there. My mom was shitting bricks because she was like terrified for me. And um, she just doesn't understand where I got it from because no one in my family is involved with entertainment whatsoever. Right. Um, so it's just kind of like an odd thing, I guess, you know. Wow. I don't have any explanation for it, really. I mean, I got a Christmas, um, sorry, not Christmas, I got a kid on Christmas Eve. Right. Um, if you guys go to my website and you read my biography, you probably read that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I generically state it, but um, I'm not even sure how true that story actually is, though, because that's, like, what I tell everybody, so I'm going to say right. it is. Yeah. But um, I do remember getting a kid on Christmas Eve, and I, like, opened it up, and I played with a bunch of shit, and I probably didn't know what I was doing at all, and I just thought it was cool. Mm -hmm. And then the older I got, I realized that when you're able to do something that people, like, can't conceptualize, right? Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just interesting. But in the beginning, it was all about, you know, let me trick you, let me trick you, let me trick you. And a lot of people, even to this day, that are professionals, that's their goal is just to trick people. And it's like, well, as a magician, you know, like, you should be looking to fool people, obviously. I mean, that's a part of your fucking job. But when it comes to your, the meaning behind it, why you're doing it, if that's the only reason why you're doing it, no one's going to really care right. think, at the end of the day. Okay. There's a quote by, I forget who it was, but it was like, magic is here's a quarter, now it's gone, you're stupid, you're an idiot, and now it's back. So it's like, I don't remember who said the quote, but if you make the audience feel like they're fucking stupid and you're above them, well, they're not interested. They're Just not like interested. anyone that you have a conversation with, right? Right, right. I mean, you may be able to talk on something like, you know, these $17,000 in wardrobe, right? And I have no <laughs> idea what the fuck you're talking about. But I'm like, wow, it's fascinating. Would I ever do that? Absolutely not, right? But that's just no something clue. that I find fascinating. <laughs> um, but yeah, with that being said, it, it just comes back to really, there's several different types of magic. Yeah. My type of magic, it leans more on the mentalism side. Yes, do I do a lot of sleight of hand and things like that? Yeah, I do. But I'm more interested in that blurring the line between something that seems very real, but something at the same time is completely false. Okay. So I like that. Nothing. It's interesting because right before we started the interview, you, you um, you talked about I don't know her name or anything, but you told me about what was it? The life, whatever it was, the human design lady. Yeah, human yes. design. And I've met people like that before. And I've yeah. met people that are tarot card readers. I've met people that are psychics. Yeah, don't put her in that crowd. But yeah. No, no, I'm just <laughs> okay. saying. No, no, I'm saying that I've met these different types of people. And if you look at it, though, in its most basic form, it's really interesting because when those people, and I'm generically yeah. speaking because I'm not going to say names, but when they see me do what I do, whether they come to a show or they see me yeah. in passing, they go, oh, my God. They're like, you can do what I do. Yeah. And well, a lot of it is very similar to some point. Yeah, I well, do think but so. But the thing that amazes me about that is I know exactly what I'm doing. And I'm an entertainer. And they don't necessarily and they don't, but they believe that I'm doing what they're doing. So that begs the question when you, you have to draw the line between those two things. Well, I was watching you. I was very impressed. And I was going to save this for that, but I was very impressed because I told you, I was like, wow, that was, if you, if you can do that and be a parent, you win every day. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be a parent, but yeah. Yeah, yeah it seems like be the trend in your generation. Like, they're just like. Well, it's not a trend. I mean, like, look at the world. I mean, I really, I mean, one financially, you know, I mean, that's I mean, a big thing. I have kids, so I know it's amazing. 
I mean, oh, I'm not saying that having children is not days. gratifying, he kind of you know, right or now anything. I'm mad at him, and I told him you should be calling me. But yeah, <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying that having children isn't yeah. gratifying or fulfilling or anything. I mean, my mom and dad, they love me to death, yeah. you know. So it's like, I mean, there's no question about that. I'm just saying that it's a scary thing. You know what I mean? Well, it is because you really have to have the financial stability you have to give them. Your life isn't there. Yeah. The reality is, though, the greatest generation and the boomers didn't have that kind of stability when they started out. The boomers got lucky. The Gen Xers saw how hard it was and just kept working their assets harder. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know why we all did so well, because we went against all the rules they gave us and it worked. Yeah, but that was also a different world you guys were living in. You know, I mean, yeah. like today, I don't relate to anyone that's my age hardly anymore. Yeah. I relate to people that are older than me. You yeah. know what I mean? But I think that's because I feel like today too many people take things as one person says it and it must be true. And yeah. I find that yeah, to be very off-putting. Regardless, they're young, don't you think? No, there's people that are definitely twice my age that are just as gullible. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily true. I think that when it comes down to it, everyone, of course, is you know, they they have a right to their own opinion, right? Yeah. But there is such thing as facts. Yeah. And it does not matter at the end of the day what you feel about something. If you feel this is wrong, well, you have every right to feel that, but. If something is true, it's true. If something is false, it's false. And there's too many people out there that latch on to one idea and it comes a train. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, the sheep thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I feel like it's a generation of sheep, to be honest, in my opinion. I mean, there's outliers. There's people out there that will think for themselves, you know? But I think that's really important no matter what you're doing in life. I mean, if you don't think for yourself, I mean, you'll fall for anything. Um, so wow me. Uh, yeah, we're always going to do that so when you wow have a conversation you. with me. Okay. <laughs> so look here, I'll start with something like super, super simple. Okay. So obviously, you know what this is. It's a, it's a die. Yeah? yeah. Die, dice. I don't really care what you call it. Okay. Um, here's what I want you to do. Just give it a roll a few times. Make sure it's not loaded or anything. I've never seen anyone roll a die like that in my life. Go ahead. Roll the die. <laughs> all right. And all the numbers on all sides are yes, different, they're right? All, Six sides, right? Yeah, we're all the sides, all right. they all have numbers, it's okay. everything. Right. Yeah. So that's just to make sure it's not loaded, yep. right? Yep, here's, that's here's what we're going to do, all right? So I'm going to show you how I can, let's just say, okay. read you, all right? Okay. And this is the basics, all right? And okay. then we'll kind of work our way up a little bit, okay? It's only six different options. Okay. What I want you to do is I'm going to turn away or look down, whatever you want me to do, or I'll do both. And you're gonna take the die, you're going to adjust it to a number that you like, and whatever number is on top is the number you like, and you're just gonna cover it like this from all sides okay. so I can't see what you're thinking of. Okay. Does that make sense? So think of yes. a number between one and six, don't even tell him, and we'll go from there. Okay. You got a number? Yes. Okay, do you wanna change that number? No. No? Okay. Let me ask you this. If I were to ask you to just count to six, could you do that for me out loud? Yes. Do it. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Did I skip a number? No. Okay. No, I'm glad you can count to six. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now count backwards. Um, six, five, four, three, two, one. There you go. This is complicated. Yeah. 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 It shouldn't be. You just thought of a one. It's the easiest one to remember. Yeah, that is. Yeah, you thought of a one, right? But there, but there's a chance that I could have just got that by luck. Well, he probably told you because right. I've known him a long time and he would do that. Ask him. 
I couldn't, when you rolled it, I couldn't see it. Your hand, your arm was in the way, and I didn't even see the dice. I didn't even know if it was under your Oh, hand. He, he is telling the truth. That's his total truth thing. Okay, yeah. this is telling the truth yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Here, we'll do, it, we'll do it again, okay? Here, I'll okay. look. All right, go ahead. Adjust the die. Think of a number. What if he has anything on his watch, like an iPhone magic app watch? It's it's an analog oh, watch. It's, okay. <laughs> I don't have that. All right. Okay. So you're thinking of a number. Well, I, I don't know what I picked. Yeah, I have. Oh, now you know what you thought. Now I know. What okay, I thought. good. Yeah. All right. Because if you don't know what you have, there's no way in the world this can work. Okay. We're, Do me a favor. Just say the words even odd. Um, even odd. odd. Yeah. <laughs> Name. Any number except for the work number. You for the FBI. Are you watching him, Kyle? No, watch. Name any number yeah. except for the number that you're thinking of right now. Any number you want other than that Other number. than the number I picked? Yes. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Or the number I thought I picked at first. The number you picked now. Name okay. any other number you want other than that In number. In the whole world? Yes. Seven. Seven. Well, yeah, okay, so one, seven is a very, very, very typical number that most people pick as a lucky number. Okay. Number two, seven is an odd number. And then before when I asked you to say even or odd, you said even first, then odd, and your voice slightly fluctuated between even and odd, and it is an odd number. You're thinking, you're thinking of the number three, aren't you? Isn't he good? But you see what he did? I told you you should work for the FBI. I picked but, up on that. But Several, I mean, some of the, his tricks are sleight of hand. I'm gonna give him, like, he's got some great hand tricks. But he's, he's got some skills that if I had when I was teaching, <laughs> especially because I taught in school for kids that have been expelled from regular school. Hi, thank you very much for joining us once again with the Elite Few. This is Tiffany, as always, I'm Tiffany. And I'm here with Steve. He is a not quite music magician, magician. but like more you can say mentalist. mentalist there you go there you go yeah and um this isn't mentalist like earlier we had the hypnotherapist on here no one's gonna turn you into a chicken are you i mean that's yeah that's hypnosis that's a whole oh. other thing because yeah. that's not happening today but eventually we will turn kyle into a chicken on one of these episodes i promise you <laughs> i'm not sure when we're gonna do it but it'll be soon um he's got like phenomenal like I'm really impressed. The first time I saw him at this party, he was like really using great mind. Like he's mentalist, I think is an excellent description. He has a really good way of leading people without you knowing. I don't even know how he does half the stuff he does, but I know it's in his head and it's an actual skill. Like, I don't think he's got like some kind of weird wizard power, but I did tell him, not. I did tell him when I first met him, didn't I? If the answer is you're a wizard, I'll take it. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. I mean, yeah. But then he'd be working at like Universal at Harry Potter Land doing all their tricks. So No, I would never work for Universal. They hire real wizards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know shit about Harry Potter. If you nope, ask me, really? I don't know a damn thing about Harry Potter. Oh, no. Wow. Okay. Okay. Hey okay. Tiff, go ahead and bring that microphone a little bit closer to you. You sound really Just far away. So far away. All right. There you go. So, there you go. Much better. Better? Yep. Okay. Great. Told you I need the boom mics. All right. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I do. No, you don't. I do. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I do. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Steve. We have we have company. We have company. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Yeah, I'm not here, I guess. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I guess I'm not here. I don't know. <laughs> He's not our guest or anything. Don't no. you know, Steve, the show is all about her. 
period. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of gandered that. I watched a couple episodes, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, nice. Which ones? Which which episodes you watch? Something about like how to deal with a narcissist or some shit like we that. We didn't do oh. that one yet. No, no, it was a, it was a fucking joke. Oh, it was a joke. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That one's coming. What's <laughs> coming? Well, part of the issues with my ex-husband and his criminal issues and all his deviant, weird behaviors was dealing with his obsessive narcissism and narcissistic personality. Yeah. Well, you know, you'd think I have an education, right? I could be a mentalist. I have a master's in behavior. Apparently, I'm not. not I don't have at. a master's in shit. So no, I mean, he's was, good at he it. was. He's been practicing his trade since he was six, Tiffany. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it evolved. It wasn't doing the mind stuff until like much later. But yeah, now, he how says much of that, it... But I want to talk to his mom because she might say, "Listen, he wanted chocolate yeah. milk. He got chocolate milk." So how much? <laughs> I got a story is, about that. Hold okay, on. Okay. Okay. How much of it is? Uh, how much of it is uh, a mentalist or just observationist? Do you mean how much am I actually listening versus how much I am like directing? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, like, like, you know, mentalist to me is almost like, you know, mind tricks where I kind of, you know, when, when we were, you know, like I said, we may have to put that other segment earlier because now we're mm -hmm. talking about something we did before, but it was, I, you were like, oh my gosh, the stairs while you, you were looking at Tiffany, like. <laughs> like through her soul you know I mean, what i mean really so you were good, taking yeah. every like you noticed uh, a slight inflection it wasn't just your it wasn't your visuals because you even admitted that it was your your yeah it's you called listened, verbal, you, your verbal yeah. and nonverbal cues yeah 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 like you were like like it was like you know <laughs> so yeah. how much of it is that compared to uh what do you say guiding or not well so a big part of it is you have to there's only so much you can do with somebody that you haven't sat down and spoken with because you haven't really been able to get a feel for who they are or, or you know their traits i guess you could say so right. i met tiffany about a week ago so she spoke to me i spoke to her i did some stuff for her and i was able to have like a gauge of what kind of person she is and how she reacts and the decisions that she makes as opposed to someone like yourself, Terrifying. it's not a bad thing, but I haven't talked to you enough. So right. I'm using you very minimally because right. I don't have enough to go off of. So gotcha. it's like yeah. kind of like someone speaking on a topic, right? I right. mean, if you put me in a room full of 5,000 people and have me talk about magic, I might be able to educate you on something. But if you're able to put me in a room full of 5,000 people, but then change the topic to something like, you know, let's just say cars. I could tell you what fucking color they are. And that's about it. You right. know I mean? Like there's nothing that I know in that area. Um, right. So how much of it though, that's really hard to say. It's gotcha. very situational. Okay. Super Makes situational. Sense. Well, yeah. plus one, one thing I was impressed with was the fact that I, you know, I'm in Ohio. We were, you were doing stuff through the, the, through the camera lens with me, mm -hmm. you know, and, 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 and it was, you know, you weren't reading. You may have been slightly reading me, but you probably I had glasses on, which had a big glare. Like, I don't know how much of my verbal cues or, or nonverbal cues that you were you were going on. But but some of the stuff and probably some of that is the fact that that you were able to guide that situation to exactly where you wanted it to be. Even, I don't know. No matter what I said. If you go back and you watch the footage, it's hard to pick up on. But there's things that I'm saying and things that I'm doing versus just staring at you. 
Gotcha. There's, so if you were able to study that footage, you'll realize a couple of things if you look back. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying to you, say the number eight. I'm not saying to you, say the number 13. But there's right. subtle things that I'm doing and gesturing and making note of out loud that right. you're just not aware of in the moment. Well, right. when we did the dice, this is what was really weird to me. I picked three because it was the only number you didn't show me or we didn't speak about. Mm-hmm. And I thought, and then, then when he did that, I'm like, oh, my God, he set it up that far. Like three was the only number he didn't show me on the dice, point it towards me or say out loud. Wow. And then that's what he thinks. Does everybody always do that or? I think You'll see it again on the twenty third. I mean, you tell me. <laughs> well, I figured most people would pick six because it's the one with the biggest power of suggestion. Because you kept showing the six, you kept saying the six. Like generally, that's what every individual is different. Slightly, yeah. yeah. There's some things that are relatively similar between individuals, and there's other things that are completely different. So it has to do a lot with you know personality traits, things like that, and then when it comes to selection or freedom of selection, it's like I said, it's very situational. I mean, the way you play it back in your mind is, did I ever mention the number three? Did I ever say the number three? Did I ever show you the number three? And you had to ask yourself these questions and it sounds like I'm revealing what I'm saying, but what I'm doing, but I'm just getting you to think further because the question is, did that ever really happen? Because there's so many things that you play back in your mind about let's just say an incident that took place and you're like well this this and this happened and then you ask the same another person that was right beside you and they have a different story it doesn't mean that necessarily one of you is lying it's just how you piece together the story in your head so if he was here he might be able to say something completely different than what you just said even though you guys were experiencing seemingly the same thing at the same time so it's all about it's a it's perception but that is what a narcissist does in a sense right (laughs) <laughs> it sounds like you just mapped out my marriage. Everybody's <laughs> like, I, "Sorry, I couldn't save it." I but hear. I mean, that's, oh uh... no, I just wish I would have left sooner. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like um, I feel like your power of suggestion was amazing. Watching you at that party and doing certain things, it was like, "Wow, he's really phenomenal!" Like, it was so crazy the way you did it. But you could tell, I just. And well, and some of the card tricks I, I actually couldn't tell. I mean, some of them you are just really good at sleight of hand. Yeah, yeah. some of it's just, just simple. Yeah, like skill. that's the yeah. stuff that I was learning as I was going up the ranks. You yeah. know, I mean, sleight of hand is sleight of hand. There's right. nothing, you know, there's no psychology behind that. No, I right. mean, there is such thing as true misdirection, though. Yeah, you know, because a lot of people believe that the word misdirection is look over here while I do something funny over here, and it's like technically, yes, that is the case, but it's more so diversion of attention, right? So. I might be doing things that make perfect sense to you, but in reality, what I'm doing over here is, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, um, covering up, I guess you could say, what I'm doing over here. So it's kind of like a piano player, right? A piano player is ambidextrous. They're able to play with both hands, right? Yeah. So if you see me doing something over here in my left hand, you assume the only thing that's of importance is what's happening over here in my left hand. Right. And whatever I look at, human mm-hmm. nature is... They We're going to look at that too. Right. And same thing with human eye contact, right? You notice the eye contact. The reason why is because people by nature 
unless they're a dick, most people, when you talk to them, you know, they look at you in the eyes and that works like most that's huge advantage for a lot of things. Yeah. You know, I gotten accused of that before people think I'm on the spectrum too, for a lot of things. Well, you have this awesome, I told you. Um, and so one of the things they probably couldn't hear on that other end was, is I said, man, you know, you said something that you're, you're not a, you know, you're not a dad yet or, um, or have that interest right now. Yeah. And that makes sense at, at your age, what have you. But, yeah. but it's one of those things where I'm like, man, if you ever were a dad or you become a dad, that stare, oh my gosh, <laughs> uh, you could be my son. And I was like, man, that guy means, that means he, that guy's being serious. <laughs> like it's just, but yeah. you're, you're entertaining. You know what I mean? It's entertaining and it's fun to watch. Cause it's like, it's like, this guy's not breaking character, right? Like he's not, he's just, you know, it's fun. You know, you know, it's funny. Okay. So you bring up the word character, right? So I don't know where this conversation is going to go. Right. But <laughs> yeah. so in my profession, so to speak, that's a huge thing that like we talk about, right? When I say we, I right. mean other performers, right? Correct. Like our character, like how right. we present ourselves on stage or when we're performing. So whether the stage is an actual stage with 500 people in front of us and there's an audience or there's only two people in front of us, or it's a small of a gathering, right? It's like certain performers, say that you need to find your character, so to speak. And when I started doing this professionally for the last, let's say six and a half, seven years now, I tried to find what character would fit me. And I realized that I was reaching for all the wrong things. And I was trying to mold myself into something that I thought people would find to be interesting versus just being myself. And this might be either interesting or terrifying, but right. <laughs> everything that I do, I'm not trying to act or a certain way. Like that is genuinely the way I interact with people. Wow. So for example, like Tiffany, when you come to my show on the 23rd, you're going to see that there's a lot of moments where every single interaction I have with people, I mean, yes, there are, there's things that I have set in place and there, I have a guideline of what I'm doing and I have point A, point B, but anything, literally anything can happen. Right. And it happens right. quite often. But yeah. that's the thing though. A lot of people, I think it's stuck on this idea of like character versus just being yourself. Yeah. yeah. And I just had this conversation with somebody the other night and they said that, you know, they find one of the most attractive things about somebody is someone who's comfortable with being themselves fully and knows right. themselves fully because some people think they know themselves, but other people don't. So it's just a matter of, are you comfortable with who you are as a person? And are you willing to put that out there? Because some people are going to fucking love it and other people are going to really <laughs> question it. And I think that that's kind of, that's in every avenue, right? That's with right. every sort of, you know, let's just say entertainer, right? We have comedians, right? I mean, one of my favorite comedians of all time, um, there's a couple of them, but Dave Chappelle is one of my favorite. And then Bill Burr. What? Those, are, those are two, <laughs> right? I love the Chappelle show. That was my favorite. What? Exactly. Oh yep. But those those guys specifically, I loved, and it had nothing to do with the jokes that they were telling. It was their delivery. Delivery. Yeah. Is look at look delivery. at Brian Regan, man. Brian yeah. Regan's delivery is amazing, and in that new guy that's really up and coming, and he's on like every single TikTok and reel right I've now. I've seen him. I don't know his name though, but I know what you're um, talking about. Oh, yeah, he's incredible. Am I boring you? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. This is our. I think this is our fourth show today. So no. Oh, that makes sense. Um, Oh my god! You should drink coffee and not wine. 
Jesus. No. <laughs> oh, look at that. I, yeah, I really, see? I've been drinking coffee. Coming from a man who doesn't drink, he knows he the, drink, the effect. Yeah, yeah I no, I drink coffee. I do drink coffee. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So once again, well, you've mentioned a couple of times coffee. the power of suggestion. We all well, let's go ahead and yeah. face that right now. Uh, you're having a show on the 23rd in Orlando. Talk a little bit yeah. about that. So for those of you that are in the central Orlando area or willing to drive and see something, no bullshit, extremely incredible, something that's very different. Um, Winter Springs Performing Arts Center. Um, the address I don't have at the top of my head. The 23rd of September, doors open at 7, show starts at 7.45. Uh, you guys can probably we'll throw all right the information. The yeah, you guys can do all that. Um, the name of the show is called Beyond Improbable. Um, the show is about an hour and 45 minutes in length. There's a 15-minute intermission, so it's about a two-hour experience from start to finish. And um, it is it is different. I don't want to give it too it much away. It is, is it just, just me. Yeah, okay. it's just me. That ass, do you cut someone in half? No, that is not the type of shit that I do. No, keep saying no. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna show up to one of his shows and cut someone in half. Just sure, I mean, don't expect me to put them back together. Don't expect me to be. Yeah, don't expect me to be there to try to patch that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to bring it. Oh, hey, hey, wait, whoa, hey, whoa. We, we can't yeah, go another. I don't know him. I never met him. I can't Kyle say. Kyle yeah. always. We're gonna bleep that one. <laughs> Kyle's always waiting to get through an episode. And we're back. Why right, don't so- you? And we're back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties. Apologies. <laughs> right. Afraid it'll happen. I think he's like afraid this will be, you know, evidence tape one. Yeah, to blackmail you. <laughs> no, like in the court system. Oh like yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. Like they're gonna. <laughs> oh, but if it's in Florida, don't worry. The court system, you'll you'll be fine. You'll you'll, I'm not you'll be worried about it. <laughs> I told them that. I was like, I could have arrested him. Whoa, like, come on. We need to like, change this. You can't tell us that. I said, Strawberry, I'm the wife. Cherry margaritas. Cherry margaritas. I, I said, I'm the, I'm the wife. Cherry margaritas. Stop. All right. Yeah, so I didn't know how much to... of a... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go for it. Well, you were earlier, you were going to tell a story about your mom. She mentioned something about yeah. your mom and, and something. You were going to tell that, Definitely. and then I asked you a question, well, so... Oh, that was in this portion. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it was about the chocolate milk. Yeah. It's a stupid yeah. fucking story. No, we want to hear it. It's no, stupid. we want to hear it. It has nothing to do with what I do in the slightest. So, when I was young and I was growing up, I was really little. Um, when I found out what breastfeeding was, my mom, like, thought I was, well, I obviously, I fucking <laughs> fell for it at the time. Yeah. But she yeah. told me that basically the left boob is for regular milk and the right boob is for chocolate milk. And she literally <laughs> fucking convinced me when I was younger that, you know, obviously one is one and one is the other. So, it was like chaka chaka. Or like fucking, I don't know what the fuck it was, but yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so the fact that I've evolved from that, yes, is impressive, I guess. Yes, I very right. much so. Yeah. Wow, that's We're really fantastic. That's very, very, I like that story actually. Yeah, that is. I funny. mean, it's that's a Christmas party teller story. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell it if you have me back. So I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Steve, you want some chocolate milk? No, thanks. No. no, thanks. That'll be an inside joke of the elite few right there. That's going to be go. the T-shirt out of this episode, Tiffany. Oh, want some chocolate God. milk? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. <laughs> that would be a great shirt. And it's got to be on the left side, like on it's the breast pocket, right here. Yeah, right on the pocket. One chocolate yeah. or vanilla. I'm gonna put that that's on. That's actually side. really funny. <laughs> oh my god, that's really good. Oh my god, this is great. We're glad. We're glad you came in. Um, we we know we threw this one together pretty quick, and we're gonna be getting it out pretty quick. You're going up uh, Sunday, so we can uh, get your your show promoted for you. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully, even if one person shows up from our 
media. Yeah. Oh, um, and by the way, by the way, so um, I had a friend yesterday who purchased his own tickets, and then he bought a total of five more tickets that he said that he wanted me to gift to people. Wow. So with that being said, there's five tickets in circulation that are able to be gifted um, as long as you purchase two tickets. So if you purchase two, you get the third one free. Nice. Every ticket is only 25 bucks. Oh, that's not the couple tickets are 45. So it's already, I mean, cheap as hell. Right. To be honest. Um, And how many people are you expecting? What's the, (laughs) I saw that. What's the, uh, (laughs) what's the capacity? What does the venue hold? Um, It depends on the seating arrangement, but I'm projecting, I would say a comfortable 120. Nice. It's not, it's it's going to be small and intimate. Yeah. Yeah. Small and intimate. Yeah. Yeah fantastic yeah that sounds like fun i wish i could i wish i could be there i can't i can't fly in on the 23rd and fly out so on the 24th that's just not gonna happen <laughs> it's okay <laughs> For me. you don't give a shit that's fine no i well, do you, you, i you do but i have all these I, I have all these you know like you know a job and you know i mean i on my long. on my days when i work I, I save lives so are you an emt people together no, i'm a paramedic yeah so oh yeah okay yeah yeah does respiratory yeah but I so, bet you, with your power of suggestion, you could save somebody from a suicide attempt. I bet. Oh, God. But it depends <laughs> on who they are. Do I want to? I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, it depends. Are. I mean, like, I mean, shit. If I don't like them, I don't give a shit at that point. No, that's horrible. But I mean, no. Well, um, they, they might have a good reason. I mean, you might. They might be like, I just raped three kids. You should definitely jump. Just jump. Just do I want to push. Or, I want to be the one yeah. to push them I mean, at that point. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Just, just go because we we don't want to waste the millions of dollars in court system. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? This is this is interesting, right? So I don't know how much like what what is not okay to talk about on this channel because um, this so is, far until we get shut down, nothing. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no, no. I mean, the reason why I'm asking you know, that is because yeah. I mean, I mean, you guys have yourselves, your views. Man. And then, oh, we don't. Oh, we we have our view. Everybody, we're we're open minded. No. We we want we want all kinds of views on here. Period. Yeah, we have no limitation in views. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I, I may not agree with it, but I don't. I'm not going to stifle no. you. We agree are... to disagree. If if I it's mean... something I disagree with, yeah, yeah. As long <laughs> as it's something that's not morally corrupt beyond belief, sure. Right. Just pedophilia, pretty much, but killing pedophiles, we're pretty much okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm all for I'm all for the death penalty for certain individuals. Yeah. I'll be honest with that. Um I don't know, Kyle likes really hates it when I talk about killing them, but okay. I mean, I think that's like, you know, worst case scenario, of course. Right, but, right, right. I mean, God, we went from what I do to talking about pedophiles. Yeah. What the fuck is this? <laughs> hey, um it was one of our shows, human trafficking. T- tune into Gina's show, use this, go back if you haven't seen it. There you go. And then he can do the magic. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> um, God, how do I make light of the pedophile situation? Yeah, you it's don't. Hard to. You don't. You don't. But no, the reason it's why a- I was asking, the reason why I was asking that question is because you guys mentioned earlier, and we were talking about, you know, like eventually, if you want to have kids, and the reason why I don't want to have yeah. kids, and it's not an age thing. It has one. It has a lot to do with you know financial stability because I'm my parents' first child, right? I have a sister as well. And when my parents got married, they got married in the year, I believe, 1990. They've been together for like 33, 34 years now and um, consistently, which is rare here in Florida. But we're not from Florida. We're from Illinois. Um, So with that being said, I was raised with the idea that, well, my dad, he refused to have a child until he was beyond financially stable. And he wanted to make sure everything was, I was the most planned baby on the face of the the earth. On the whole planet? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I would swear. Yeah. My mom would swear to it. 
like the moment it was like, okay, now we can have a kid. It's like, boom, now we're having a kid. First wow. try out the gate. There we go. I don't know the situation with my sister. So Lauren, if you hear this, sorry, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I wasn't there to see you when uh, you were being created. That yeah. was fucking weird, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so the reason that when it comes to the reasons why though, it's like, yes, of course, every generation, you know, has its own, you know, ups and downs. It's, it's goods, it's bads, whatever you want to label it as. But I think within the last few years, I think that, individuals really like have shown their true colors a lot and i think unfortunately no matter what your perspective is on the world people are like losing that ability to one listen and then two if you don't agree agree to disagree as opposed to it's almost like the jehovah witness thing where it's like someone's banging on yes. your fucking door and you're like i'm not interested and they keep banging on your door yeah you know and they just don't leave you alone. And I think now more than ever, people are not able to be civilized when it comes to things like that. And also, there's a lot of things. I mean, I'm not a parent, of course, but like there's a lot of parents that I do know. Um, I know two individuals that were school teachers that recently stopped being school teachers um, because they felt like the curriculum was against them completely. They felt like they were being told to teach the kids things that they had no business teaching the kids. And I mean, there's like, you know, in Canada, I mean, like, I mean, for God's sake, I don't even think you can even fucking be your own kid's parents anymore. It feels <laughs> like that's just being like hey. taken away I from mean, a lot. It, it is. I mean, I really, first of all, just coming from up north down to Florida, 100% and different teaching here. And you're like, what are they teaching you? I mean, these kids don't know anything about basic literature, like basic stuff. The books they're giving them aren't even worth they're not even, I'm just in shock, but let's go past that stuff onto everything you just said. I had to raise my kid here. I put him in a private school for a reason. I wanted to make sure that the things he was being taught, well, I thought I wanted to make sure were real, but then he did go to a Christian school. So now they only teach one type of creation and not, and, and I don't believe that. I actually believe that it could all go together. I don't believe that. You either have the Big Bang or you have this or you have natural selection or you have whatever and then there is no God. I don't believe that. I believe it can all go together. I don't understand why it, it there's it's just ridiculous the way people have to pick and choose and yell at people. But we've gotten way beyond that now. We've gotten way beyond that. This the education down here mm -hmm. is it's way watered down compared to up north. And you know, you said you have family from Illinois. Well, I mean, I went to high school in Illinois. Oh, I went so to you, a okay. I went to a Catholic high school in Illinois. And the oh, reason why I went to a Catholic high your school education was like, yeah, really good. Yeah, but it wasn't for that purpose. I mean, part of the reason why is because my parents didn't want me to get fucking shot because oh, yeah. it's Chicago, like we call yeah. Chicago Chirac. Ch Ch yeah, right? Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And other part of it was the education because my parents at the time obviously wanted me to go on and go to college and do something that, you know, obviously that I had somewhat interest in, but something I could do well in and succeed. And I already knew that, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm going to go to <laughs> high school, but I didn't want to go to college. And I remember when I got out of college, I mean, not out of college, when I got out of high school, um, about a year to a year and a half after, I mean, I worked at McDonald's, I worked at Panera Bread, both those jobs sucked, but I feel like that's like, you know, it's like, I think everyone has had those type of jobs at some point, most of us at least. But um, oh, when I finally went, what was that? Absolutely. Yeah. But then I feel like when I did, I went to community college finally, and I was there for about two weeks. 
<laughs> not even actually I went there for I think a week and I remember reading the curriculum and the type of like classes that I had to take and I felt like I was just starting high school all over again mm. and I was like I don't want to fucking do this again you know and on top of it um this is actually the reason why I left college and um I think my parents will remember this forever and they were fucking pissed, but um, I took it. There was a class that I had to take again because community college, just standard classes. I didn't have a major or anything, just your standard classes. And one of the classes, and this is going to sound like I went to a, you know, a, a short bus school or something, but like, I mean, I literally went to, a fucking class called College 101 as opposed like I don't know oh, where yeah. the fuck I'm at. That, <laughs> that was our first that was our first class. Are you serious? At that was OSU? our first class together in college, yeah. Uh, so we, fun we, fact. We, were, we, we did at OSU. and we've been friends with Christine, but we also took okay. our first class at OSU together. That was It was College 101. Yeah. Wow. It was called it was now now come on this is the yeah. Ohio State University we're talking yeah. about now. Yeah. It was called University College. Let's get it That's right. That's true. You 101. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I went to Moraine Valley. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know, but so I'm, that I, out there. If you just... <laughs> so I'm in the class and the teacher plays this uh, video for the class. And she says like, Oh, I want you guys to watch this. Now, of course, the moment the bell rings, it's the last class of the day. It's like one of the first couple of days being back in school or attending. So everyone's going to bolt out the door. Yeah. And she plays this motivational speaker. And this was like the first time I actually took a liking to like speakers Mm-hmm. And I think that actually plays a part of my comfortability of being on stage and talking to people. Um, and I like to weave some of their, let's say, ideas and like ways of pursuing life into the way I perform. And that's something that you'll see if you go to my shows. Yeah. Because I usually have like a deeper meaning behind what's going on as opposed to just weird shits happening. And I don't know why. Yeah. Um, right. So this guy comes on stage and there's like easily 10,000 people. I think it was an arena full of people and it was less Brown. Um, hmm. Black guy, motivational speaker. He used to like did he did stuff for Procter and Gamble. He did stuff for McDonald's. He like spoke for all these big companies and he's one of the world's like renowned motivational speakers. If you oh, look wow. him up, like anytime you play a motivational video reel on YouTube, his voice is in it <laughs> right between him oh, okay. and Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins. Right. Like those are the yeah. two people I love yeah. Tony, but I can't get behind the Scientology shit. I can't do it. Oh, is he Scientologist? <laughs> Fuck really? Yeah. Him and Tom Cruise are both fucked up. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know. He yeah. Was. I didn't know that. Cause his yeah. stuff is really good. Oh no, no, no. Like I said, I mean, Tom Cruise too. Like his movies are great. I love the new Top Gun you Maverick know, movie. It was amazing. Motivational stuff and all the yeah. healing crap he's doing. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a special on Netflix. It's a few years old, but it's called "I Am Not Your Guru." It's yeah. a really yeah. good. Yeah, really yeah. Good. It's really good. It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. But like I said, that's one of those things where I can agree with him on a lot of things. But there's a, like there's something there where I'm like, you're fucked. <laughs> but I I, <laughs> I had to get past that, you know. Like like same thing with Tom Cruise. Yes. I mean, he's three and a half yeah. feet tall, but he's a great actor. <laughs> it, he's three and a half feet tall. He's a great actor, but he believes in Scientology. Same thing with um, what's her name from King of Queens? Uh, oh yeah, what's her name? Yeah, but she got out. Leah, Leah Remedy. Remedy. She got out. Yeah. Oh, she's she's out of the cult. Yeah. No, no, it's not easy. It's it's just books on it. She does seminars on it. It's really horrible. That's why. Oh no, I'm just saying. I didn't know that she was friends. no longer. Oh yeah, um, because when you leave, they all turn against you. Yeah. So um, J Lo, uh, you know, <clears throat> knew her. Yeah. And and, and they you know, got closer and she just really did stick by her because honestly her mom did leave and her sisters, but she didn't know that was going to happen. 
she just knew she was responsible for her daughters and she could not be the reason. And she said that she's like, I just could not be the reason my daughters grew up in this. I I couldn't be the reason that they're, you know, 20 years old and can't get out. Like basically she had to leave now or that was, Mm -hmm. she's going to watch them grow up and be in her situation. Exactly. But she believed she was leaving without her mom, without her sister. She did not think she had a family left and her mom did come. I mean, as soon as her daughters left, the mom was like, I'm done. Like, okay. it, it was kind of one of those things where she was so far stuck. There was nothing you could do. I got you. And it's, it is so bad. It's really not just an, it's not just a cult. It's worse than that. Like you, if you are at all famous, the only thing that saved her career, even in the slightest was the fact that she so openly and, you know, like aggressively went after them. Adamantly, yeah. <laughs> Adamantly, that was the word I was looking for. Thank you, darling. So it was. Um, she so did that. Like her books, her seminars, being on on all these shows. I mean, I've seen her multiple times talk about it. And if she hadn't done that, I, I mean, there's no, no, there's nothing they could do about it now because she so was loud about it. Yeah. They they just couldn't get away. Which I'm right. all for being loud. Go for it. Right, yeah, you. Yeah, well, right? speaking yeah, of being, let, let's go ahead and um, yeah, let's get this wrapped up. Let, go ahead, uh, Steve, and just mention what your show is, and if there's any more shows coming this year. If anybody gets the chance to listen to this after that date, if I'll you, be you've there. Got Kyle's not even trying. I know. To fly in, I guess because I guess I don't love Steve, right? I so. guess I don't really know why. There's Spirit <laughs> Airlines. You could probably get a ticket right now for forty bucks. Yeah, it's okay. I think that's actually a duty day for me, so I'd have to get another day off. You know, so <laughs> Jesus, dude. I would I give know. you one of the free tickets that's available. Oh, of course. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> I, I'd let you stay. Stranger here. things have happened. You never know. <laughs> you know, I can manifest someone needing a trade and be like, "Hey, can you trade with me?" And uh, you know, abandon my family for a couple of days and come down to Florida again for the second time in two months. But that's I fine. I think that's a great idea. I think you should do. That. I want to get to the here now, and she's not missing you at all. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> I've already seen. The, I've already seen the sp- the pictures and and everything except for the middle fingers is is uh is is apparent on her face. Okay, well, so, so go let's, ahead. Look, okay. I'll I'll wrap it up. But before we wrap it up, really quick, so the the college thing, though, right? So the guy comes on, he starts talking. Okay. And I think a lot of people, you mentioned this earlier, right? When it comes to like parents and, you know, people that right. are close to you, right? It's always the people that are the closest to you that when you have an idea that's outside of the realm of, let's just say, practicality or like what they're used to hearing, they always try to tell you, no, that's not a good idea. Like, that's not how it works. Don't go that route. You should go like a more safe route, so to speak. And um, I've, I've heard that many of times, not just being told to me, but to other people as well. And um, the guy comes out and one of his biggest quotes is someone's opinion of you does not need to become your reality. So right. in other words, if someone thinks that you can't do something, well, I mean, in short, go fuck themselves. You know what I mean? Just tell them to go fuck themselves because yeah. I mean, you're responsible for how far you take your own life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think some people become content and then other people just never stop. And I think that, I mean, it sounds a little tacky, but it's true. And mm-hmm. um as far as what I have planned for the future, my initial goal is to have a venue that I can call home that has about 100 to 150 seats that I could do a few times, you know, a few times a uh, a week, right? And then also have it open to the public during the week and have other different performers and stuff go in and out, have, you know, food available, restaurants, etc. But Very something cool. on a smaller, more intimate scale. But right. anything after the 23rd, that, that's in the works and it's being talked about right now, but nothing set in stone right now. So gotcha. the 23rd okay. of September, end of this month, doors open at 7, show starts at 7.45, tickets are available on Eventbrite. You guys can link that below. 
um, Steve Nelson Magic on Instagram, and then also Steve Nelson on Facebook. I do have an Inside Magic page as well, but um, that's not updated enough. And then if you go to Inside Magic Inc., INC is incorporated on Google. You can see my Google listing, my reviews, photos, things like that. Um, hire me because it can be fucking awesome. <laughs> and um, yeah. yeah. So that's yep. the biggest pitch I think I've ever done. I on like myself. it. I, I like I it. I told him if I do my Christmas party again this year, I'm hiring him. If I'm, right. Uh, yeah. Well, I know I, I mentioned the other day I might not have a Christmas party. And no, you're going to have one. Everybody acted like I just shot Jesus. I was like, <laughs> wow, you guys. Shot Jesus. And then I think I said right. something like maybe I'll only put up like a few trees instead of all eight. And then it was just like, once again, she's obviously in depression. No, I'm <laughs> actually feeling really great. I'm doing better than I've done in two years. I'm doing amazing. But wow, I didn't right. realize. Yo, people don't mess with people's holiday Christmas cheer. Christmas stuff, Tiffany. I'll tell you right oh, now. Oh, we've, we've, got, we've got a party that we go to. Uh, it's a it's an ornament exchange party. And, and they're so much fun. And they were trying to change up the rules. And we're like, what are you doing? And this was like nine <laughs> months early, right? When you say ornament exchange, is it like a white elephant thing? or what, Yeah, what you bring it? an ornament and it's kind of hidden in a package of some sort. And then you just pick a number. And then you, if you're number one, you could you're going to be the first person to pick that the best thing is to be the, the last person. Cause then you can yeah, pick of from almost with all whatever the, who you want. Yeah. And it freezes after three times and blah, blah, blah. And there's tricks and uh, strength in numbers in that one. When we bring five people with our family, we can kind of team up and we text each other and we steal certain things to get the numbers up for stealing. So it gets frozen. So, yeah, so we, we, we have fun with it. So it's but all right. Well, strategy. So, yeah. All right, everybody. Once again, this is uh, uh, Steve Nelson. Is that right? I think I just That's heard correct. you say your last Steve name. Nelson. Steve Nelson. Steve Nelson Magic. All of his information is going to be down below in the description. And uh, we just want you to, you know, go to his show if you're in the local area. If you're going to be in Orlando, go check him out um, and just do whatever you can to support him. His, you know, he he is uh, definitely Tiffany can can speak to it that that he is. He is not tooting his own horn. He's actually no. amazing. So. No. Oh, it's crazy. Even when you saw today, you know, it was pretty impressive. Yep. Yeah, yep. I was really impressed. So go ahead and sign us off, Tiffany, and we'll right. be done. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. I always am so happy to have you here with us. It's always exciting to see you, and I can't wait to see you in our next episode. And stay fabulous.